was a great start to this, Ellie. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> this is the Screaming Sisters podcast. Um, me and my sister are both conspiracy theorists, and it kind of runs in our family to really, really talk and go over things. I can't think of the right word, Summer. Debate. Debate. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but we both have loud mouths, and um, some people find we like it. We just state our opinions. Yes. Sometimes, you know, we can be very annoying to people, and sometimes, I mean, I personally think we're extremely entertaining. I would watch this podcast, but that's me <laughs> because it's my ideas, so... <laughs> You might be a little biased. Just a little. <laughs> but I would watch our podcast too. But then again, I could also be biased. Extremely. And it could just also be our type of people. But we're not the only people like this, you know. I mean, we spent the first couple of minutes just explaining why we like our own opinions. But yeah. <laughs> Ellie thinks that's funny. Are you dancing? We also have children. Um... We originally thought we might name the podcast Screaming Children, <laughs> but uh, we thought that maybe people would have problems with that. But sometimes the children will be loud. We have young children, so yeah, we'll edit out what we can and just see how it goes. Yeah, and sometimes we'll just leave it in. <laughs> I mean, they get it from their mothers, am I right? <laughs> This is what we start um, our podcast off with. <laughs> I actually think this is going to be like really good because it's going to catch a lot of people's attention right away. Right. Well, you know, and like it's something that we used to be really strong. Like, oh man, I got to stop saying that word. Um, I, I guess we should both say we both used to be very liberal. Yeah, we when the. When the riots came out about George Floyd, we we went to the riot. And yes. in our particular town, I remember the cops were, they were throwing um, tear bombs, were they? The, the, uh, the, the tear gas thing. Tear gas. They were literally throwing those at the people, but they were just trying to get them to move down the street. And the people were not fighting anything. You know, we were there. And the, the tear gas was making them angry. Um, we also lived in an extremely um, Republican country. Republican 
state. Yeah, town. We're just going to say town. (laughs) The entire state is Republican. Um, That town was... That town was a little extra. There, it was the only town liberals were in. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I I know that there is definitely injustice, um, and I definitely, you know, on that subject with cops and black people. But yeah, our opinions have changed over the years. You know, that but was George Mary, Floyd was twenty twenty. That was the best yeah. year of my life. I'm, I, not many people say that, but I will. <laughs> 2020 was the best year of my life. I was homeless for three months in Nashville. <laughs> um, but it's the best year of my life because I met God while I was homeless. I didn't go without gas money. I, I was I was luxury homeless. I had a vehicle. Um, so I called myself lux- luxury homeless because I, I did have a place to sleep at night in my vehicle, you know. Um and I was working yeah I was working Postmates so I could have bought a hotel at night but that's all the money I made in the day and I was like no I'm not buying a hotel just sleep in my car and honk the doors (laughs) but um anyway yeah best year of my life I met God I met my husband I married my husband a month later and which that's a whole nother subject (laughs) (laughs) Well, we just to say we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, let's not talk about that one right now. Um, no, 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 but today. we That's had a beautiful child, day. and I really see our marriage going somewhere beautiful. Um, but yeah, 2020 is the best year of my life. But off that rabbit trail, back to what we were talking about. Well, hang on though, because okay. 2020 <laughs> was a very sucky year. Not the best year of my life, although I went through some of the same similar blessings. Um, And we were very blessed at the time because we were homeless together for a good portion of that year. Right. Um, And so we went through some of the same things and the same ways. And then we like branched off and went different ways. Um, But we still ended up in the same area. And that's that's kind of like how our whole life has been. Like we grew up, we grew up separated And when we got back together, when um, my sister had turned 18, we were able at that point in time to become best friends. And we were so alike, but we were different because we grew up different. Anyone around, um, I've heard people call us the twins, even though we're five years apart and equally five inches apart from each other. (laughs) Um, But they call us the twins because when we laugh, it, it... it, it's very eerie how like our life laughs sound and Phoenix. we're very different but kind of the same with a lot of stuff yeah the way our brains work is the same so we can we can well, talk kind of the same <laughs> yeah kind of we do find differences and we argue about them for a very long time um, we had a family member ran, I, no, I think I said it because I was getting into podcasts and I was like, we should start a podcast. Cause what were we even arguing about that day? Do you remember? Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, it was, my sister called me a fattest because. Yes. <laughs> you were so judging against some bad people in the workplace. 
because she was talking about how the uh, uh, um a business should get in trouble for okay you explain it summer i'm gonna offend you and we're gonna okay. have to go off on this so, again <laughs> so i was talking about how businesses should not be allowed to just say oh i don't want you to work here because you weigh too much and this was due to my husband he had gotten a he had gotten an interview at a place and then they had turned him down and um, this company is known to turn down people that are bigger um and a lot of people out here are bigger, and I totally get how there can be health risks and things like that. Um, but my thing is, if you're going to turn somebody down for being bigger or fat, per se, um, you should at least get a physical done, like all the factories around here do, so that you can determine that their weight actually is a health issue. And not something that is because um, they just maybe are bigger boned or um, maybe have like thyroid problems or other things going on. Because there are some health issues that can affect factory work, like your blood pressure being too high, because um, that could put a strain on your heart and cause you to be more at risk for insurance claims, things like that. Um, with the company. So I get why a company would turn a person down for being overweight. However, this company turned my husband down because like most people that applied, he was overweight. And they did so without ever getting him a physical, um, without ever asking him his weight or anything like that. And I know that's due to discrimination, um, which is where I think this is like crossing over. I think it's discrimination. To turn somebody down without verifying that the thing you're turning them down for is an actual problem to your company. And that's what we were arguing about. And Alyssa views it differently. Um, she thinks that they sh- hey, hey. want to have to pay. Hey, I didn't offend you. You don't offend me. <laughs> I wasn't offending you. You asked me to explain. So I'm I explain your I side. Explain your side. That's what I asked you to do. I just want to clarify, they do not have proof that they turned him down for his weight. They did not tell him that was why. I just want to clarify that because if they did, this would be a whole other story. Oh, absolutely. In court. Uh, no, I do, I do want to clarify that, that we don't have proof of that. The only reason that we think that is because most of the people that do apply that are bigger automatically get turned down with the same answer. Right. These are qualified people, um, and they have the capability or the experience to back it up, and they still get turned down. Right. And um, I'm not saying that isn't what the company is doing. I wouldn't be surprised if they were. But my argument was, if somebody came in, it was just like 50, 100, maybe even 150 pounds overweight, just by sight, just by looking. Like, you don't, you don't do measurements or anything. You can just tell when you look at someone. You can tell when someone's 600 pounds and when somebody is 60 pounds. They're, it's a visual difference, you can see. And my argument was these people may have machinery that... Oh, no. Sorry, my baby has to come first. Machinery that, you know, you can't... You can't put any weight over other than 350 pounds well you can when somebody is over 350 pounds and they're not muscular you can tell 
And I'm not saying that's what her husband is. I I, I don't know. He he's a very tall man. He could very well only be like over what 100 pounds overweight. I don't know. He's not even over 300. <laughs> okay, so yeah, like he's uh, and, and me, I'm five foot seven. I'll just be honest. I'm five foot seven, and I weigh two hundred thirty-five pounds. And you know, and I hold it well. Um, most people can't guess that I do that. I think my bone density is thicker. I've always been more than what I looked, but um, yeah, I, I I'm a fat person myself. <laughs> you know, and. I was very offended when she called me a fattest because I said this company, if they have machinery specifically they're hiring him for, but he looks to be over 350 pounds or anyone, I would understand why they would go with another applicant. And they wouldn't have to say anything bad. Like if they said, yo, you're too heavy for this job, that would be wrong. That's wrong to say to anybody. that that. You should treat humans with decency, but me as a hiring manager, if I made that judgment call, I I would just say simply, I'm sorry, you know, um, we went with another applicant because um, you just don't seem like you're the right fit for the job. Like there's professional ways to do things. And I don't think a company should have to give out physicals if it's very obvious that person's not going to pass the physical. And again, I, I, I want to say, like, this isn't in reference to her husband in particular. You know, um, we had this whole conversation in our family chat. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, some of our family members were like, you two are thinking about this way too deeply. <laughs> um, well, and uh, to, to be fair, we think about things way too deeply all the time. We, we but think, um, yeah. that's just how we think. Right. Um, but I do also want to clarify, the only reason I called her a fattest <laughs> is because the way she said the first thing made it seem like she was siding with people that judge people for being fat. And so that's why I well, called her a fattest. <laughs> in a sense, in a sense, I am. I Okay, there's judgment and there's discernment. Those are two very different things. I am with people that discern someone is too fat. I am not with people that think oh, that person's a horrible human being because they're so fat. They need to quit eating food. You know, that that's not good. That's not good. Right. Because you don't know somebody's health issues. Horrible to all humans in general. Right. I could starve myself for three weeks and eat one meal and gain 20 pounds. You know, I get it. Sometimes, sometimes your body is different than others. So the re so I, w I want to clarify this real quick before we like move on to a different sur subject. Um, so the reason that I feel the way I feel in this particular situation is because although my husband is not over 350 pounds, he's not even over 300, he does kind of look like he is because he is a very bulky person. He's big and bulky. You can see it in my kids. It's very much a genetic factor. But right. somebody who's just interviewing would not know that. And so if they were viewing things the way that Alyssa was, which is totally reasonable from a business perspective, um, they would possibly turn him down for the job just because they think he's overweight when he actually isn't. And it's crazy that you can look overweight and you can look big okay. and bulky and huge and you aren't even... 
Like, I think I weigh almost more than him. And wow, you're I like look super fat. You're almost two feet I'm shorter. You're almost two feet shorter than he is. That's right. insane. I, I am literally five foot tall, so all of my weight sits everywhere. Like, I could definitely <laughs> stand and lose weight for my body type and to make me look skinny. But that's kind of like how I how I feel about it is you shouldn't have to look skinny just to move on to the next process of a job application. I can see how someone gets offended. I will say that. I can absolutely see that. But I'm also, you see, Summer, there's a lot of people walking around saying, it's great to be fat. I love eating cakes all day. You know, like Lizzo. Is that her name? I don't know. Yeah, that is her name. <laughs> but there is a lot of that. Maybe and that's, I can't zip it because it doesn't fit you. There's a lot of people. It's so small, it goes to Ellie. There is a lot of people that like to go around and say this corporation or that corporation is messed up because they don't make clothes my size. Why do they only yeah. make clothes under extra large? Like, I, I'm a double large, you know? I can't fit in those clothes and they're super cute. That's all right. That is what that company chooses as a company to do. You know how, exactly. much, how much extra fabric it takes? We're large. It takes a lot of extra fabric. And you can't expect that company to, to, they would have to up their prices of their small stuff just to make the same price as the big stuff so you weren't offended in that way. Right. They, they would blow up if, if a company's charged extra for bigger stuff. And maybe some do. I don't know. But I'm just saying, you know, there is a business standpoint, there is a lot that you have to take into consideration when doing that stuff. And some people are like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to lose money doing this. I want to keep my prices a decent price and make a living. We're just going to make smaller sizes. Hey, I'm offended too, okay? I really like Victoria's Secret stuff. But there was a long time I couldn't even get anything there. There's a lot of outfits that are absolutely adorable. And I put it on my body and I look like a rolling apple, okay? <laughs> I, I, I am not skinny. I, I will, but I'll admit that. There are people yes. that won't admit it. And that's why when she called me a fattest, I'm like, hold the phone. We're going to go over this. <laughs> well, to be fair, we're in 100% agreement on that. There are a right. lot of people that take it way too far. Way like, I did not far. feel like we should be canceling companies or, for that matter, canceling anyone unless they're absolute horrible human beings. Exactly. Um, like, I just don't feel that it's necessary. Because right. a company does have a right to sell clothes the way they want to sell them. Now, should that company be promoting only thin people? Absolutely not. But well, I, I don't agree with that, but go ahead. <laughs> why are you yelling at me? If you're not selling stuff for bigger people, why I, would you... On, Alyssa, stop for a sec. Okay. I can't reach your leg, dude. Come here. What did you do? You don't take this. This goes to Ellie. Stop trying to put it on. I gotta mail it to Aunt Lisa. Cause I was supposed to leave it there. Well, no, what okay. was it? Now we can go on. I just want to say, um, she is on the phone. I don't know how this recording is gonna turn out, and 
I will do what I can as a single mother, or not single mother, I, I'm sorry, I just said that. As a stay-at-home mother <laughs> of a toddler, I'll do what I can. But um, she is on a phone because we do not live in the same state anymore. Circumstances um, change that. But, yeah. So, I want to say if a company doesn't use bigger models, I'm okay with that. I really am. I don't have a problem with them not doing that. There are some bigger girl models that are really sexy. Like, excuse my vulgarness there. <laughs> I'm a Christian. But there are some bigger women that hold their weight very well and look very good. These women are probably in shape. They probably do exercise. Because, like, there are dancers, really big, fat dancers. They're really good at dancing. I couldn't eat. I can't. I, I love music. I can do everything music except dancing. You know, it takes muscle to do that stuff. And they're so fat. So you can have muscle. You can be toned and be a little overweight. Um, but anyway, back to the... No, I don't I don't think a company should have to use bigger models. I don't. I, I don't think they should have to use bigger models. I think they should, however, promote that clothes are clothes and can be made to fit bigger people. Yes. Well, no. I, I, do, I do think they should because if you want, if you, the if the issue is cost, and you want to charge more to upsize those clothes, I think that's completely reasonable. There are just some things. It, I can't take a shirt that is too small for me. Cut it up and make it fit me without adding more fabric. I just can't. And fabric costs money, so. I think that they should promote that clothes can fit other people, but that due to cost, they only make sizes up to here, and if you want more, you can message them and ask them to pay it. Have you ever noticed at Walmart, an extra small tank top is the same price as an extra, extra large tank top? How do they do that with more, price, more um, fabric? How do they do that? Do you know? Because they buy from fast fashion fabric places that are super cheap because they use child labor yeah well that's a whole we need to get we need to have podcasts on that one Woo. right anyway we, we need a whole separate one just on that but that's why um, walmart can do that because walmart is a bulk retailer that buys from bulk retailers for fashion and almost all bulk retailers for fashion use fast fashion and child labor to make their stuff cheaper right and a but, company, a small business that's not trying to do that, isn't going to necessarily be able to afford to have those bigger clothes right away. So and that's totally reasonable. I've worked as a department manager at Walmart. Like, that's like the lowest. I barely know a thing. But I do know that what they do is they take the, the price of all of those, the fabrics, right? Uh, and they make an average price. So they charge you more for an extra, extra small than what it's actually worth. So the extra, extra large isn't so much more expensive and they all meet in the middle. That's what I think they do. That's reasonable and too. That. If company wants to do that, go ahead. Right. That is completely understandable. I've worked with companies, not just Walmart. I don't know if Walmart, they probably, yeah, they probably do that. But I've worked with companies that I know do that. <laughs> right. You know, like, you get charged on a card reader for every single time someone uses a card. Who has cash these days? So you're getting charged for every one of these reads, right? 
Yeah. And sometimes you get a charge to percentage. Um, so when you tell people, oh, you can use card, but there's a charge, she's like, I don't want to buy from you. That's terrible. So what you do instead is you just take the average, up the price of everything in the store a little bit so it can pay for those. Right? Do you know that the company that you're buying from does not make that charge? I don't know. That's a whole other subject. Let's I'm trying to wrap well, this just, one up so we can look together. Them, so maybe, maybe our viewers are going to want to know that. All right, the what? Company, the credit card companies are the ones who actually make that charge, and the card reader companies make that charge. And the company that you're buying the object from absolutely has no control over it whatsoever. In right. fact, they get charged to go with certain companies. Right. So... They have to tell you what the total difference is going to be. So it falls back on the retail seller. It really does. Because the, they're the ones that have to explain this. It's kind of like the door greeter at Walmart. <laughs> you can see every bit of people. you got to remember, you're the last person that person sees. So if they had a terrible experience and that person wants to say something about it as they're walking out the door, they're going to say it to you. <laughs> you did nothing wrong, but that's your position. So, well, so, but it doesn't necessarily fall on the retailers because it's so common nowadays that you don't it's not required that you tell your customers that they're going to get an upcharge. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Instead, to make up for that upcharge that happens to the retailer because retailers get charged for having hard readers and stuff, they just put it in a little, a couple pennies here, a couple pennies there into all their stuff, raise prices. It's just like all the raised prices everywhere of gas. You can't yell at the gas station for that. Sure, the gas station could probably put it up a little, but that's if they want to get yelled at. Because <laughs> you can tell when the price, everyone around the area, you know, charges the price. You can't yell at them for that. But they probably hear it a lot. Because there's nothing they can do. They have to pay a certain price for that gas. You know? And they have to charge a certain price in order to stay in business. Yes. I... I, I Honestly, before I got married, I wanted to be a regional manager of Walmart. <laughs> I, I worked with Walmart for years, and I love, I don't have a um, high school diploma, so I, I had an opportunity there that most places wouldn't give me because of that, and yeah, so I really study, I, I really like this subject, but we can get off of it now. <laughs> I mean, it's whatever. I'm going to... I just like talking about things. Right. Um... So this was a total random podcast. <laughs> we talked it about what? It was supposed to be about racism, and all of like two minutes was about racism. Right. So we'll we'll figure out what we're gonna call them. Maybe we'll just call them random podcasts. I don't know. I literally, I am six battles away from completing this stupid quest, and my Pokemon Go decides to tell me that I've reached my maximum number of battles for the day. That sucks. <laughs> I've done that. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. This is Alyssa, and you want to introduce yourself? We should have done that. Why are we wrapping it up? I thought we were just going to talk all day. We are, but this one in particular needs wrapped up because it's about 30 minutes long, and there's only so much editing I can do. And I have to move my baby, microphone, computer, phone, charger, all the other room. I need hands. So I'm going to wrap this up. But...
Yep, this was episode one of Screaming Sisters. And I hope y'all enjoyed the screaming. <laughs> Even though we didn't scream, sorry about that. No, if you think we're screaming, you might not want to keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs>